Now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and on the screen with me is... Sid Sriram. What's happening? I'm trying to differentiate myself from John because he used to say what's up, so I'm saying what's happening. What's happening? What's happening? (laughs) Dirty South, stand up. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Yeah, you are you are dirty and you are from the South, so Yeah. I mean I haven't showered today, so there you go. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, I just thought that our I just thought the people that were watching and listening needed to know that. I thought that was important information. Hey. I'm I'm dirty too. I took a shower last night after work, but nice. Things happen in the night. Start doing. You know? I started doing cold showers actually. Like, like I don't even. I just like do stand in the cold water and I do everything. Soap, shampoo, all that stuff now. Yeah, yeah, we've all been there, Sid. It's no big deal. Yeah, it's all good. It's, it's a phase. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have no, no idea no. what you're it's referencing. Cool. No, I, I'm not referencing anything. I, I used to do it, too. It, it oh, nice. helps for anxiety because nice. it's an uncomfortable situation that you don't want to get it. I have a... Uh, you know, so... Yeah. Oh, by the way, by the way, for those who don't know, tomorrow is my birthday. It's uh, on Sunday. Uh, you're watching this on a Saturday. Sunday is my birthday. I'll be, I'll be 31. So that'll be fun. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Yay! I was four years old when you were born. Nice. Nice. I wonder what... I'm trying to remember what four was like. I don't have many memories of four. I only have memories starting from like five. But that's it. But you know, I do have memories of this past week (laughs) in wrestling. Good segue. I like that. And, uh... As we talked about last week, if you were able to hear anything that I said. Yeah, yeah sorry about <laughs> that. Hopefully the audio is better this time. Or could sit through the ASMR session that was. Yeah. Um, the G1 Climax 33 has has started. We've went through five days of competition. Tonight is uh, night six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's headlined by Evil versus Finley, the leader of House of Torture of Bullet Club, and the leader of Bullet Club. Finley has been asked about Evil and House of Torture, and he said no comment. At the press conference, Evil has told that told David Finley that he is still at the fore of Bullet Club, and Evil has, uh, I think, both are tied right now at the lead of of their block let me see here yeah so okay i do have <laughs> while you're looking that up i do have a question so house of torture is part of bullet club yeah oh, that's weird okay. but it, but it need it needs to be separated and this is the beginning of it Oh. This is definitely the beginning of it. Fingers uh, yeah, crossed. They're both leading. They're both leading C block with four points. So they both won both their first matches. Cool. Um, That's dope. So far in this uh, G1, I've really liked um, A block and I've really liked C block. Um,. Aaron Hanare versus Shingo Takagi was fantastic. That was a good match. Yeah. Uh, Hanare versus Nichols, Takagi versus Eddie Kingston. Um, let's see. From B Block, I would say Kenta and Osprey was good. Tai Chi and Osprey, Tai Chi and Okada, um, El Fantasmo and Okada. Surprisingly. Yoshihashi's both wins were good to watch. And A I really like A block. Uh I've liked what I've seen out of Kiyomiya and I've liked what I've seen out of the three musketeers. And Sonata is sitting atop that block 
a perfect three and zero with six points. Uh, Key of Mia versus Suji and Umino was great. Umino versus Narita was great. And uh, let's see, Gabe Kid versus Narita was was a very good match as well. So the standings are as follows. In A block, we have Sonata with six points, Kiyomiya with five points, Gabe Kidd and Chase Owens at four points, Red Narita at two points, Shota Umino at two points, Suji at one point, and Hikaleo with zero. Uh, B block is headed by Okada with a perfect six points. Tai Chi and Will Ospreay and Yoshihashi are behind him with four points. Behind them, in third place, is Tongaloa, Kenta, and the Great Okan, with two points, and El Fantasmo has not won a match yet. Uh, this is his transition period uh, from junior to heavyweight, so we'll see how he fares. Uh, C-Block is being headed, like I said, 4-0, uh, Finley and Evil. Then behind them, we have a four-way tie for second place. Hanare, Eddie Kingston, Mikey Nichols, Tama Tonga. And then with big goose eggs, Tomohiro Ishii and Shingo Takagi. And I don't like that. I was just about to ask. I was but like, at, about to ask, what's up with your boy Shingo, man? <laughs> well, after tonight, one of them's getting on the board uh, because... They face each other. Um, and yeah. then in D block, heading D block is Zack Sabre Jr. and his rival, Jeff Cobb, at four points. Uh, behind them, it's another four way tie Shane Haste, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroki Goto, and Tetsu Unido at two points. And Goose Eggs for, for Alex Coglin and Toro Yano. Although wah, wah. Yano's match against Zack Sabre Jr. was entertaining. Uh, Sabre's yeah. young boy uh, taped <laughs> taped the uh, the side posts. You know what I'm talking about? The uh, the ring. Uh, yeah. What am I talking about, dude? The, What's the word? The turnbuckle. Yeah, yeah. He taped them so that Yano had too hard of a time. Uh, and Coughlin, his match against Jeff Cobb, he just showed out. Um, he's yeah. one of those guys like uh, Claudio Castagnoli. Castagnoli and uh, he's just strong, strong dude. He took, he, he just lifted Cobb up in like a power slam and then lifted him over his head. It was it was a wild transition to see because not many people can toss Jeff Cobb around. Mm. But uh, yeah, tonight's match matches are do do do. Let's see here. Zack Sabre Jr. against Alex Coughlin. I imagine Alex will remain goose egged. Nichols versus Tom Tonga. Hard match for me to. Paul. Um Goto versus Haste. I'm gonna go Haste. Uh he did pretty well against Tonahashi. Uh Nare against Kingston. Kingston beat Takagi and lost to Evil. And he only lost to Evil because of Evil's ways with Togo. But Hanare mm. uh, could go either way. New new look and he's a beast. It all depends on if Eddie's gonna uh, Eddie's gonna attack that neck. Yeah, I, I don't know who to choose there. Yeah, that's a, uh, it's a toss up between the two, but either way, it's gonna be a damn good match, and we're gonna have a good time. Yano against Naito, Ishii versus Takagi, which people will talk about tomorrow morning. I'm sure. Tonahashi versus Cobb. Cobb looking for his redemption against Tonahashi. And, like I mentioned earlier, the leader of Bullet Club War Dogs against the leader of House of Torture, David Finley versus Evil. That's so, okay. A lot of people are thinking 
David Finley's going to win his block. Uh, how do you feel about that? I just, I'm so, I'm still like torn with the whole like little sub factions within Bullet Club. You got Bullet Club House of Torture, Bullet Club War Dogs, AEW. You have Bullet well, Club Gold. It's like it feels like the NWO NWO Wolfpack thing again, and that's why what makes me a little bit concerned for the future of Bullet Club. Um, I'm not gonna disagree with you, like. <sighs> but the one good thing. The thing is, Jay White was never was never kicked out. He just left, and so he could. You know, he could do what he wants. But also, like, I hate House of Torture. I've always hated House of Torture. Um, They took show and made him a shit heel whenever he was, like, the first junior to beat Shingo. Uh, Evil was a badass, and now he's he is a badass, but Togo gets in the way of everything. And, uh, I just, I, I, I don't care for it. I don't like it. And War Dogs is just like kind of what Finley's calling that Bullet Club. Uh, it's Bullet Club is War Dogs now, I guess, what you would say. Okay. Um, Weird. Okay. But I yeah, I, I agree. You know, Finley's trying to take it back to the days of Devitt where where they didn't care about t-shirt sales or pandering to the crowd and just a bunch of guys just beating the shit out of people. You know what I miss? And they were doing this for a little bit. I miss the firing squad. That's what Uh, I miss. That was cool when they first debuted. It was. And I I like where the Tongans are right now. Yeah. I just... I don't know why Fale stayed with Bullet Club, but then again, I don't even know where Fale is. He's probably doing that other New Japan thing. He's uh, he has his own dojo, so he has his own the Australian show or whatever. Oh, I like I said, I know he has his own dojo, so he's probably uh, preoccupied with that. But uh, what it is, but as far as I know, you were actually asking about the the G One card today. Yeah, I think it's. It's pretty dope. I like it. Um, do hope either Shingo or Ishii can make it out of their slump, and uh, hope Eddie has a good showing against Hinare. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, overall the card looks good, and uh, we'll see what what happens. I mean, by the time we put this up, it would have well, no, it wouldn't have been done already. But but yeah, it should be good. Yep. So that is your G1 update from Armbar Audio. Well, more Tim Farley from Armbar Audio with Sid just providing like useless commentary. But yes. That's why you, you are the co-host, my friend. That's what you do. That is what I do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, update, I finished my coffee. So there you go. <laughs> no one gives a shit. There's your new update. There we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? No, fuck you. Potato salad eating motherfucker. So, oh, that potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> I might I might try and make it myself today. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have a new episode of Armbar next up next week you, you join us for Armbar Audio as Tim Farley attempts to recreate his mom's famous potato salad. She only made it this week and it's already famous. There you go. Or we'll have your mom on there and have her make it on camera, and that's going to be the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to put my mom on camera. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> my name's Kathy Farley, and uh, today we're going to make um, potato salad. I'm sorry, I'm a little nervous. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Shit. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode is called uh, Tony's Blood and Guts Before Dishonor or Tony's... Tony's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. So why don't we get into some 
Tony Khan action here. Um, AW Dynamite started this week with the FTW Championship, which uh, who gives a shit about? Because it's a unrecognized championship, but hey, whatever. Um, Hook defending against Jungle Boy Jack! Well, he's not Jungle Boy Um, anymore. Thank God. Yeah. They wanted to get rid of that forever. First question, Sid, what did you think about Jack Perry's new look slash theme music? I think it's fine. I mean, I think the look is good. The theme song, I think, uh, needs a little work, but it's okay. Um, I feel like, as far as Jack Perry, I don't really want... I the only My presentation, my only issue with the presentation of this new Jack Perry... Is that he's being a chicken shit heel when I feel like he's, you know, we cut that whole promo about, you know, when I was in a tag team before, I was winning championships and I still won a championship and blah, blah, blah. Then Hook comes out and he just like fucks off, which I get, but also I kind of thought Jack Perry would kind of be that kind of more, the guy who kind of goes into the fight, but he's still like, you know, he's a bad guy. But. I think you're forgetting who his mentor was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Christian. Uh, yeah. But still. I think he... I think he's doing a... He's done a hell of a job of... Like, no, it's a good... He's doing a good job. I'm not saying no. I just wish that being the his presentation... Student. I just wish the presentation was different. That's all. But it, it is what it is. Maybe it'll grow on me as time goes on. I think the song's a little weak as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind it being another symphonic song, but they could have added like a beat to it, or like I don't know if if his father is was a Hollywood guy, and he obviously is going for his father's old look with the uh, the jacket and everything, with the jacket and everything. Why not like come out to some type of? I think. Uh... I saw something online. I saw something online where like they replaced Jack Perry's music with like the theme song from 90210, which was, you know, his his Luke Perry's the show that Luke Perry was yeah, in. Yeah. That was hilarious. I was like, "Oh, this is nice." I'm like, "Why isn't this his theme song?" But, you know. I don't know. So, we we had a pretty good match for the FTW Championship. Uh it ended with Jack Perry grabbing the ref, low-blowing Hook, and then hitting a running elbow strike to the back of Hook's head. And um, Perry went to get the title. Uh, He gets the title, hits him with the belt. The ref was down. And Hook gets screwed over. Now, um... Interesting fact, every July since AEW has came in, uh, came onto the scene, the FTW Championship has changed hands. Hmm. Uh, The first year, Taz awarded it to Cage. The next year in July, Ricky Starks won it. The next year in July, Hook won it. And this July, Mr. Perry won it. what do you think about the decision to have Jack Perry win this title? I mean, I think if you didn't have Jack Perry at least win his first match as a heel, wouldn't really make a lot of sense for him to just turn heel because he wanted a new lease on life, and then he gets beat by Hook. Like, I love Hook to death. Like, send Hook always. But... In this situation, I think they did make the right call and let Jack Perry uh, take the W, even if it was for a meaningless title. But whatever. Um, yeah, I think uh, they did. A, they did make the right decision, and I, I really want Jack Perry to win an actual title for once. But you know, we'll see. Right. Um, I'm going to guess that Jack Perry. Uh, campaigns for the FTW title to be recognized 
uh, he seems to be like his hill character, especially if he's going to be similar to Christian. Uh, I could see Christian doing that, so I, I, I could see Jack Perry doing that. Uh, Hook looked impressive, even though he lost. I think the decision was right as well. Uh, if you're going to have, like you said, if you're going to have someone turn heel, they need to win their first match. And Perry, Perry needed the win. Perry needed yeah. needed the boost more than Hook. Hook is good right now. Yeah. And this feud is helping him along anyway. Um, so, uh, and at the end, Taz said that it's not over. So, that'll be interesting to see where this uh, feud goes. Um, the other thing that I was thinking was... There was a rumor online that Taz wants Hook to go to WWE at some point, and we know that Jack Perry is a pillar of AEW, mm. so it's kind of safer to have Jack win. But Hook's a young man. Yeah, I don't know. Young. I don't know what they'll do to him in WWE. They probably just pair him up with Brock Lesnar and repackage him as like, you know, another Brock Lesnar. Because he's all MMA and shit, so that's what they'll do. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, he has more of a body build to Matt Riddle than he does than Brock Lesnar. He does, but in WWE land, when you think MMA, you're thinking Brock Lesnar, which is kind of stupid. But whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> so. The Tag Team Eliminator Blind Eliminator Tournament ended with Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia <laughs> against you. Better Than You, Baby. 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 And it started very sports entertainer. Uh, yeah, with like the dance off. Dance off. That was funny. And while it was hilarious, I did say this on Twitter Daniel Garcia was smooth as silk. Uh, he, he, him, and his dance partner, Sammy Guevara, he made Sammy Guevara look like he had no moves at all. He did. Uh, I, I will give him that. And then Adam Cole came in and just ruined everything with uh, thrusting his dick. I mean, but, hey, uh, hey, look, that's that's what he does to Brit every day. So he just thought that. Was yeah, a good, and I mean, it, she's probably like, "That's a great dance move. You should do it." And so he went out and did it. And I mean, he <laughs> is. The lone, uh, yeah, he is like the white guy against two Latinos, so yeah, he, <laughs> it was stereotypical. Well, they're both funny. like <laughs> they're both like half Latinos, aren't they? I don't know. I, I know Sammy Guevara. I think like he's half Latino, right? But I don't know Mike Garcia. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. Um. Not that we care. So, we love everybody here. We're just trying to figure it out, okay? We got to put that out there for the well, YouTube. It, it is a common stereotype that white men can't dance. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like we have to put this out there because we're going to get canceled on the YouTubes. Because no, no we're speech. not. Fuck them. Yeah. Anyways. We're moving to uh, Rumble. <laughs> um, Anyways. <laughs> this match was pretty awesome. I liked... Uh, I liked MJF and Cole's chemistry. They finally got to hit the double clothesline. Yep. After the match, uh, uh, better than you, Bebe won. Uh, Garcia and Sammy Guevara were walking up, and Chris Jericho, who was on commentary, uh, <clears throat> tried to talk to them, and they wanted nothing to do with him. Hmm. The week before, we saw Jake Hager give uh, Jericho the hat. Earlier on in this Dynamite, we saw Jericho get out of a limousine with Don Callis. So it seems like the Jericho Appreciation Society is damn near over, and I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah, they, uh, they did all they could. So I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think it elevated everyone in the group, aside from Hager, who's never, who's there's no elevating him anymore. He's just where he's at. Yeah. Um, and then we saw the ref 
hand Adam Cole the world title. And we saw Adam Cole staring at that world title before he gave it to MJF. Mm. And MJF got upset, then they hugged, and then whenever Adam wasn't looking, MJF was looking at Cole kind of like, can I trust you? So, you know, everyone expects MJF to be the one to turn. And I'm not sold. I'm 60-40. Yeah, I can see that. Before that, you know, FTR came down, and they all, like, stared at each other and talked shit without a microphone. Yeah. I don't think... I think it would be a wasted opportunity if MJF and Adam Cole break up. But what about what about the match? As much as I love FTR, um, I don't care who wins this, who who ends up winning the titles or keeping the titles. I just don't want Cole and MJF to end. So I want Cole and MJF to beat FTR and have a little run with the titles, and then the breakup happen. Okay. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I okay, I can see that, but then who takes the titles off of MJF and Cole? Whoever. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be anyone right now. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't have to think about that. It fe- uh, look, I I get what you're saying with that, but to be honest with you, this Adam Cole storyline feels almost like a detour. An MJF's title run. Um, I feel like he needs. But that's to, why. It just—I it, don't know, man. It, I maybe it's just me and my OCD. But when but, they break uh, up, Adam Cole gets the shot. Yeah, just wish they were kind of not taking as much of a windy road to get there. But I get what's going on. I see it. It's just like my OCD is just like no, just Are you, telling- you know. Are you telling me that you're not enjoying all the vignettes? Oh, I am. Absolutely. I am. Those end. Those end if, if uh, you know, they end. But we I'm get... not ready for the vignettes to be over. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just this feels so odd. You know? I feel very odd seeing it. But... I mean, hey, if they win the titles, they win the titles. Uh, FTR wins, FTR wins. That's fine. Anyways, I mean, they'll, they'll just go back to... I mean, that's fine. They can lose the titles and go back to crying with CM Punk about Bret Hart. So that's fine. You know, they can do that. I'll not have any Bret Hart slander on this podcast. Oh, no, it's not Bret Hart slander. It's CM Punk slander. Oi, oi, oi. So, I love Bret the Hart, uh, show. <laughs> the show ended with uh, the Blackpool Combat Club with Pack and Kanosuke Takeshita against the Golden Elite. That was awesome. Um, fucking insane match. Yeah. Uh, when you think that they can't get any more bloodier and more violent and more creative, it does. That's what I loved about it. Uh, exactly. I, I mean, you had Nick Jackson, Matt Jackson on top of the cage pouring down thumbtacks. Uh, thumbtacks. That was great. You had uh, John Moxley pulling out a bed of nails and hit Kenny Omega and himself took bumps on it. Kenny Omega took like two showing bumps on that. Abushi finally showing up in AEW uh, was a big pop for me. Uh, he slapped the shit out of Takeshita and he made his presence known Uh, one thing I don't like what I'm seeing online is people saying that he's out of shape okay Uh, from my understanding he's he still has nagging injuries and um, guess what the people who are saying this shit they're out of shape way worse they couldn't do one thing that he probably did got that your ring. Cheeto dust covered freaking fingers tapping on that keyboard. 
exactly. Yeah, I mean, and like, I think, you know, for me, I saw like a tweet saying, oh, Ibushi looked awful. I'm like, what? Are we watching the same match? What are you talking about? And also, it's like, yeah, fine. It's AEW. It's an American audience. You're not going to get New Japan and Bushi. All right? Well, at least not. No, I mean, not, he was a little rusty, but that's it. Yeah. He, he was smacking the shit out of people, yeah. and that's what he does. Oh, no, that's what he, I saw. I it. saw someone said he was a bit rusty, and then someone commented, Oh, I think you're being too nice. He looked horrible. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. Um... I think that uh, I was a little disappointed we didn't get a lot of Golden Lovers uh, <laughs> tag moves, but that's not what this match was about. This no. match was a war, and the, it was about winning a war. And um, at some point, Claudio and Pac didn't see eye to eye, and Pac told everyone to fuck off, and he left. He got bolt cutters, and he left the... Uh, he left the match, and as soon as Callis saw that his team was a man down, he pulled, he pulled his cash out. He pulled his golden ticket out yep. as well. His meal ticket. And uh, you know, John Moxley had to tap out for Yuta uh, because Young Wheeler. Uh, has learned not to tap out. Uh, he was being like strangled and also like taxing his face. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But the match itself was very uh, exciting, very, very fun, mm-hmm. uh, insane. I thought this was the best Blood and Guts match yet. Yeah. I thought. Oh, you forgot to talk about. You forgot to talk about Kenny and Claudio facing off in the beginning. That I was very happy about that. Yeah, that's the match we need I've to see. I've been waiting for that. I hope they book that oh, we match. Like, just book the match at like I don't know, just just a match. You know, it doesn't need to be for a title. Doesn't need to be for anything. Just let those two have a match. That's all. I agree. Yeah. I don't know when we're going to get there because uh, after the cameras went off, uh, Kenny Omega kind of uh, said, if you want to keep going to war, that's fine, but I respect all of you. And just this once, I'm going to put out my hand. Mm-hmm. And everybody shook hands and begrudgingly on the BCC side. Yeah, and from what we saw last night at Death Before Dishonor, I think Claudio, Young Wheeler, and probably Moxley uh, are going to be involved in a trios feud with a certain, certain. type of triangle. Yeah, the Triforce. Oh, they're 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 gonna play Zelda. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> The Triforce, man. So last night, we had uh, Rampage was okay. The uh, okay. the Royal Rampage was pretty cool. Uh, three of the four starters made it to the end. Swerve eliminated Nick Wayne. And then Darby eliminated Swerve by doing a tope through the middle rope while Swerve was standing. And Swerve hit the ground first. So... Uh, Darby Allen will get the TNT title shot at All Out, All In. Again? One of the Alls. Okay. What do you mean again? It's been swerved for the past, like, four months. Yeah, but, like, Darby Allen is continuously seems to be in the, the TNT title picture. Like, I love right. Darby. I uh, love his run, but, like, He, he does on. have a match with Swerve uh, on Dynamite this week. So maybe yeah. Swerve is going to be like, I want involved, and then it'll be a triple threat. I don't know. We'll uh, other than that, we saw a trios match that really didn't matter because it, uh, <laughs> it, it was just there. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Um, it was the Acclaim versus QTV, and the highlight of the match 
for me, honestly, was Max Caster's rap on Harley Cameron. Um, I, I'm getting kind of... I'm sorry to everyone who's I'm going to upset. I'm kind of over the acclaimed and daddy ass. I feel like I really I think it's time mm. for a change. Yeah, uh, for them whether that heel turn or they drop daddy a, ass, they drop daddy ass something. Um, there needs to be there needs to be a shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the acclaimed, yeah. I, I don't, I don't fucking care. Um, yeah. I think it would be interesting if Harley Cameron joined them, and hmm. Billy Gunn was kind of kicked to the side. Yeah, that would uh, be something. Do you even care that see. much about the acclaimed these days? Like in general? That's what I just said. I, yeah. I, I I'm. I'm kind of not. No, I like them. Yeah, and I was very like... invested in them. It's just like they're losing. The act is starting to fall short. To go stale, me. yeah, yeah, I see that. No, no. Um, and then the the uh, main event was Chris Statlander against Marina Shafir, and I really liked. This match, I like the. I like that Marina Shafir is showing more of her uh, blood sport and CFU type uh, of character. She's a badass, and she's yeah. good at being a badass. So let her be a Something badass. Something that she wasn't I, in I, NXT. Right. I mean, she um, was. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I was saying, some, she kind of was, but she ended up just being Shayna Baszler's henchman, along with Jessamyn Duke. But now I like the fact that she's, like, her own person here in AEW. So, I, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy. But then again, even here, isn't she with Nala Rose or something? At the beginning, she wasn't her own. Yeah. She was, like, Vicky Guerrero and Nala Rose's henchman. Last night, when they came out, Vicky Guerrero wasn't there, and Nyla Rose went to the back. So I was happy with that. Yeah. Um, you know, she might have screwed up her first promo or whatever, but uh, this woman doesn't need a promo. No. In fact, you know what, Tony Khan? I'm petitioning right now. I want a match, whether it's on ROH or AEW television, Marina Shafir versus Layla Hirsch. Make it happen for me, please. Oh yeah! <clears throat> oh my God, that would be so good. Put them in a. It would, wouldn't it? I would like to see them in a cage. Very much similar to like the octagon. Yes, yes, or the fight pit. I mean, they can't do the fight pit, but yes. They can do whatever they want. They 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 took war games and made it blood and guts. Let's yeah. just call it something else. Oh, yeah, you can call it the Lion's Den because that's what Ken Shamrock called it when he was there. And you can just say, oh, yeah, hey, look, it's the Lion's Den. Yeah. More like the Cougar Den. That's how I Yeah. Well, I mean, in terms of Marina. <laughs> for Marina Shafir, she's, she's a Cougar, so it's a Cougar Den. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Getting a little spicy today. <laughs> <laughs> Death before dishonor was last night. Oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna we're not gonna break down every match like crazy. Uh, mm -hmm. Started off with Gravity versus Commander. Uh, Gravity won. Yeah. Uh, and Caprice Coleman said at the end, Commander's looking to do a flashy move to end it and. And Gravity is looking for the pin, and the pin makes the win, Rickabody. And I was like, yo, Coleman with the fire early. Coleman is just, um, I love Coleman and, and Rickabody, dude. I, and I know you do, too. Very much so. Like, very much. I loved, uh, I so Gravity had, was pretty much wearing the Buzz Lightyear gear, which was cool. And this was some damn good lucha. And it's a great, great opener because it, like, gets the crowd when they're hot. 
and you give them a, a banger like this. And I told you this last Agreed. night. I told you this last night. Overall, the card, none of them looked like the bathroom break match. You know? Even in... Yeah. Like, obviously, you see WWE premium live events. Uh, there's a couple, or at least a couple of them that will be the, the, the bathroom break match. Uh, particularly the ones with Baron Corbin. Um... Uh, then even in AEW, there's at least one match that's like the bathroom break match, but here it, there was there was none. I had to like hold it all in, and then I had to wait till it's over, and then I just, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I said to you that ever since Tony Cohen took over, I don't think there's been a bathroom break match on ROH. Um, oh shoot. Let's see. Uh, yeah, so Gravity won, and he will be facing Pac on Dynamite, which is interesting and hilarious because Neville is the man that Gravity forgot. Mm-hmm. He, 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 ha, ha, ha. Yep. Um, the second match was for the television championship. Samoa Joe versus Dalton Castle. Uh, Stokely Hathaway was out there, and, uh, played an important role in this match um as you know jerry lynn and stokely hathaway are like the board of directors for roh or whatever i i I don't remember the exact title and the whole time stokely's on on commentary Commentary. praising joe and this was a really well fought match until dalton had the upper hand, and he was tossing Samoa Joe around, and people were kind of going nuts, like, who tosses Samoa Joe around? Right. I mean, the last time we saw that was probably Lesnar or Roman, but... Yeah, um, or Braun. He went out and said that Hathaway fixed this. Hathaway went and distracted the ref and told the ref to get the boys out, and the boys didn't really even do anything. They just yeah. kind of helped Dalton and Joe get in the ring a couple of times and uh, upon the distraction Samoa Joe hit a low blow and then went into the coquina clutch or whatever they call it now I don't know Yeah. Uh, and Dalton passed out uh, which makes sense because when you get hit in the nuts it hurts a lot uh, and you're getting you get choked out uh, yeah, I was I was pulling for Dalton even though I'm a Joe fan yeah I, was I hope this isn't the end for this feud because um, and I'm really intrigued to see where this relationship with Joe and Stokely Hathaway goes because the when Joe was in NXT uh, he had a very interesting relationship with the GM, uh, William Regal. Oh, Regal. So, oh, Regal! But <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, I I don't know though. Like, see, Joe, in my opinion, doesn't need to have like a manager kind of thing. And if that's what they're going for, I, I think they should just scrap this right now because you don't need Joe to have a mouthpiece. Joe can talk; he's fine. But if the relationship with if yeah, but if the relationship with Stokely Hathaway is just for him to like get booked in like high-profile matches, by all means, you know. If it's more of a, you know, hey, you help me or I'm ripping your head off kind of a relationship, I'm all for it. But, that's what I think. Yeah. That's what I think is happening. Yeah. Um, let's see. I like the here. match. The ending was a little screwy for my taste, but whatever. You know. Then we had the uh, four way tag match for the ROH tag titles. Yep. And uh, we got to see everybody doing everything that they do. Yeah. Uh, the thing that stood out to me in this match the most was the Lucha Brothers pulling the ref, uh, yeah. doing a heel tactic. Uh, that was interesting to me. Hmm. Um, 
we got uh you know it was all just a bunch of what you would expect from a four-way tag team match it was insanity yeah, it was good. everybody got their shit in uh and Aussie Open are the new tag team champions, which I'm happy about. I think, uh, yeah, I think they've been a great addition to Ring of Honor, uh, and I'm a United Empire fan, and they're not giving up that gimmick, even though they're not signed with New Japan anymore. Yeah, um, which is cool. Uh, I think everybody did well here. Yeah, uh, Maria, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Chuck. Trent, the Lucha Bros, everybody did well. Penta yeah. showed how tough he was. <clears throat> but, you know, when we watch this show, there's there's three matches, in my opinion, maybe four, that I would say go back and watch. And we are approaching them. Yeah. Now. <laughs> um, we had the... Uh, well, not now. We had the six-man tag team titles defended against the uh, trio of Master Wado and Ryusuke Taguchi and Leon Ruffin. Uh, Known as Leo Ruffin NXT, for those who don't know. Um... Sid, while we were watching this, you said this should have been a squash. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, this match got way more time than I thought it would. Yeah. Uh, but that's not bad. It, it was no. a good outing. For, no, for it was decent. Them. Like, if anything came close to the bathroom break match, that would be this. But even this one, I didn't hate it. I was like, oh, I, I'll still watch it, you know? Yeah. I, um,. It's just when you see three monsters against three like skinnier dudes, three small yeah, guys. It's three, like, come three, on! It's like, come on. Like, I get the David and Goliath exactly. thing. Like one cool right. thing I did like. One cool thing I did like was Leon Ruff like using his size and stature to like slip away from like I think was it Khan's grip. I think uh, like he kind of slid between Khan's legs or or whoever. I wanted to say Moses, but that's not Moses. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Toa Leona. Toa Leona. Uh, the okay. standout, yeah, that's what the standout wrestler in this match was Leon Ruffin. That that is for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, after that, I think this was my match of the night. If same. not, it might be tied. Same, same. Pure rules match. Pure rules title match. Katsuyori Shibata against awesome. Dale Garcia. This was awesome. Uh, my God. I'm going to remember this match and it'll probably be on my year-end top 10 just because fuck it was so good. Yeah, uh, Let me tell you this. The match went on for like 15 minutes, not even. But it felt like I was watching like a half an hour match. And that's not in, not in a bad way at all. I was like I was like, oh my just, Jesus. Just with the amount with the amount you were invested in yeah, and with the amount that you were paying attention and with the amount that they did in that 15 minutes. Yeah, just made everything they just packed like into that, that match. Like, you you went through all the emotions and all the... You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I'm just trying to explain it a little bit. Uh, no, you, I got you. <clears throat> like, this one, I'll tell you this. Like, they just packed so much into it. Um, and I loved it. So yeah, and, and Shibata is becoming more and more one of my favorite wrestlers for sure. Um, I think I told you about a spot one time that I saw, like I think circulating on social media. It was like a clip of one of his matches. Um, do you really want to see what kind of a tough son of a bitch Shibata is? There's a match that he did with AJ Styles a while back in Japan. He had him in like a sleeper hold, and AJ was like breaking out of it, and then Shibata literally bit his hand to keep the hold in and i'm like yes bro that's crazy i don't know what i don't know I, I've, I've been trying to find that match but i couldn't find it you know 
I think it's a G1 match. Yeah, uh, if anyone knows, <laughs> let us know in the comments. Like, you know. Um, I love that Garcia is still sticking with the sports entertainer stuff. Yeah. And I love that Shibata hates it and just sat down and I was, while that was, Garcia did yeah. the dance. That's exactly what all faces should be doing, you know? Like, like the heels, especially when the heels, like, roll out of the ring. I think I was telling you this last night, but, like, when the heels roll out of the ring, the face would be like, oh, what are you doing? Get your ass back in here and shit like that. No, you just chill, man. Just, okay, fine, cool. I'm just going to sit down. You don't care about this match? Yes, I don't I either. Think, sit down. I think the exact quote was, Malachi Black and Shibata have the right idea. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, Malachi Black, Shibata, uh, freaking... Even Darby, to an extent, has the right idea because he like just gets on. You know, he just kind of sits down uh, in the ring when he enters, while he waits for the opponent. Yeah, kind of. Um, they were just. It, it was just a, a great match. It reminded it me of a high tier Japanese match mixed with some european style mm -hmm. and even even some american style in there um shibata escaped the dragon tamer they did a chop off uh he put garcia in a sleeper and then hit him with the pk to retain and i said that um and shibata went to shake garcia's hand garcia gave him the finger he he <laughs> he grabbed the finger that was great Twisted uh, and raised Daniel Garcia's arm. He wanted him to show. He wanted to show him respect, even if he had to make him pay for it. That's awesome. Uh, Be like fantastic, Shibata. Fantastic, fantastic wrestle dad moment. That was great. Um, it was awesome. Man. The next match was uh, the Righteous with and Stu Grayson against the Dark Order in an honor without uh, a fight without honor. And this match fucking yeah. ruled. I think uh, what we I said. Know. Yeah. I think we said John would have loved this, this match. Been, yeah, this would have been John's match of the night. For sure. Um, I was I was very invested in this match. Uh, yeah. I was, I was yelling at the screen. Um, <laughs> and Yes, you were. <laughs> yeah, we were watching this together, very, by the way, for, for those who don't know. I was very happy that uh, Dark Order won. They did a oh, triple yeah. slam uh, to Stu Grayson on the Legos and Tacks for the yeah. for the win. Um, very interested to see what's going to happen with Grayson and or the Dark Order now because in a uh, there hasn't been a very much of an explanation as to why he joined the Righteous. Mm -hmm. But before the match started, he kind of cut a promo and said, like, don't let me be the last Dark Order member to be tough. And right. So, like, and, and we've seen this yeah. on AEW as well. Um, the Dark Order are being challenged by multiple outlets to stop the, the funny bullshit and get yeah. back to the roots and uno yeah. even addressed that instead that they are going to start recruiting and they are they are taking things seriously so uh, and i'm i'm here for it yeah but you can also say goodbye to the dark order bits on bte i guess in this case but, i don't know is bte I, I really i don't, don't know. know but even i do you even watch bte i haven't in a long time me neither I don't know. I just don't feel like it anymore. I'm just like, I mean, it's cool, but yeah, me whatever. Yeah, that Sammy's vlog. I don't watch any of that shit anymore. I've, so next yeah. up, we had the uh, Ring of Honor World Title match, which I was pleasantly surprised yeah. that this was not the main event because I've been saying forever since Tony Khan got Ring of Honor. Athena has been the MVP of ROH, oh, and yeah. uh, she deserved to have that main event. But she did. Uh, Claudio versus Pack is exactly what you would have expected out of the two. Uh, two thumbs the, up. They're two of the best wrestlers on the 
mm-hmm. on the planet. Oh, so, yeah. absolutely. Uh, go watch this match. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, what else do you want us to say? Just watch the damn match. They went, they went toe to toe the entire time until Yuta yeah. uh, distracted Pack and Claudio hit the recoil bomb to retain. Afterwards. Uh, that this you know, was messy. Little shit. Yuta and them want to hit pack. The Lucha Brothers come down to save help. him, mm-hmm. but then the best friends Trent, came out. Yeah, all, all of them. And Orange Cassidy. Chris. Yeah, uh, Orange Cassidy uh, hit uh, one of the Orange uh, Punch pack with the uh, with the Orange Punch. Obviously stating, Why? you know, you're back and I still have your title, bitch. And then still. he went to hit Yuta and Claudio instead. What do you mean, no? I said still, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It was so um, messy. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, I didn't understand why they had to do that at all. I guess... I, I really don't get it, um, especially since um, I don't know. I guess maybe Cassidy wants to wrestle Pack again because in his in his one media scrum, he did say that the only thing that mattered to him was whenever he beat Pack. Yeah. So now Pack reemerges and and then in the media scrum. At the end, uh, Claudio said to Tony Khan, we're not done with Pac. So, <clears throat> I imagine there's going to be a triple threat trios match somewhere. I don't know. But uh, this match was fantastic. You know? It was, the match itself um, was awesome, for sure. But the other match that I would put with Shibata and Garcia was the main event, which was Athena defending her title against Willow Nightingale. And uh, I was so happy to see this because Athena, even before before she went to WWE, was one of my favorite female wrestlers. And um, right now, I think she's the best female wrestler in United States and Willow Nightingale has been a budding star yep. for quite some time. Yeah, and she'll have her uh, moments for sure. Over. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I still think she got over here. She did. Um, yeah. She kicked out of a women use She kicked out of an O face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh and she got out of a crossfit or no, she didn't. Oops, sorry. STF. Uh, anyway, um they were pulling out um, they both were pulling out moves from Women of Honor's past like Sarah Del Rey's Butterfly uh, Suplex and uh, Daisy Hayes Hayes' move and Mischief's uh, second rope pedigree type deal yeah. it was all was good th- this, this match fucking ruled and uh like if you've been watching come on dude if you like uh, to to kind of compliment what you said earlier tim like if you were a fan of ring of honor's past you will love this match like there's so much there unfortunately i didn't have the on the privilege of watching ring of honor back then when it was when they had the women of honor thing going on but it was all still really good and I still enjoyed the hell out of it. But if you've watched it, I think there's a lot more for you to enjoy. It's like, you know, watching a movie, like a reboot of a movie, and then they put in all the, like, references from the older movie. Like, oh, I remember that, you know. Right. Yeah, well, um, this match was a movie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> some people were upset that Willow didn't win, which she passed out Lame. in a crossface, which Athena... This won Athena's respect. Afterwards, she shook her hand yeah. and bowed to her. Yeah. And I thought that that was fitting because Athena's whole thing was she makes people tap, she pins them, then she puts the yeah, <clears throat> title them. in front of their face, the stomps it and everything. But they've had a 
great tree all the porcelain hussies. trilogy of matches and Athena winning was the right call yep um and Willow Nightingale proved Willow Nightingale proved in the words of Athena that she is not one of these porcelain hussies like all the other women in ROH yeah yeah I, I, I loved it it I was great it. and uh yeah in the media scrum, they asked Athena, what does she want next? And she said that her ROH women's title is getting lonely. So mm. I'm hoping we see Athena go after Chris or Tony. Uh, because, uh, like I said, Athena is the best wrestler female wrestler yeah. in the United States. Or fly I, her I to just, stardom and have her do some stuff there, because you know. Well, she does <clears throat> she's always wanted to go to Japan, but yeah. Um, yeah, like, have you knows? seen her? Like, uh, she's a big, she's a huge gamer, she loves anime, I mean yeah. And she's called the American Joshi. Yeah. Well, now she's the fallen goddess, but yes. Yes. Uh, so what would you rate this pay-per-view on a scale of 1 to 10? Ooh, boy. I'm going to just give it a 9.5 out of 10. It's fucking great. That's pretty damn good. It's because it was really good. Uh, I loved it. Even like we were watching this late night and I was still like pretty, I, yeah, I was getting a little tired, but I still was like, still wanted to see what was going on. Because yeah, you were tired as hell. I was. Uh, you had to wake me up this morning. <laughs> That's how I, tired yeah, I was. I, I'd put it at a nine, probably. I was gonna go eight point five, but your nine point five kind of made me like, Ooh, if it could turn, if it could turn sit on that much. Uh, so <laughs> so I'm gonna go with uh, with a solid. Uh, a solid niner. Yeah, for it's one of the best pay per views I've seen this year. Absolutely, honestly, like Ring of Honor. If you if you're not watching, I mean, this includes me. If you're not watching, like, please make that change. You know, I think maybe. I mean, honest to God, like AEW was like my primary wrestling thing. It's slowly probably going to become Ring of Honor at some point. So, damn dog, why don't you just put? Why don't you just do the Tony Khan circuit, man? Yeah. Wednesday, AW. Thursday, Ring of Honor. Friday, AW. Saturday, AW. I'm just not feeling Rampage that much. That's why I don't watch it. I mean, Collision. I might. Uh, yeah. Saturday, I always have it. shit going on, so that's why I don't watch Collision. But. Yeah, but you could always watch it back. I could, but I, I'm just I'm a lazy bitch. There's a thing called PVR, and there's yeah. a thing called uh, pirating. True. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, uh, we're gonna get into the end of uh, end of this episode. AW Collision last week saw Ricky Starks <clears throat> beat CM Punk. In the uh, Owen Hart tournament final, yeah, he held onto the rope. Then when Liger tried to give him the uh, trophy, he just took it off him and went to the back and waved. Totally disrespected Liger. Damn. Um, Damn dog. Very good match. Uh, Willow Nightingale beat Athena, or beat who the hell did she beat? I think it was Ruby. Athena. Oh, or Ruby Soho. Yeah. Yeah, she beat Athena before that. Um, uh, That's why we had the aforementioned match between Athena and, and right. uh, Willow. But that could have happened without Willow winning the Owen Hart. Uh, yeah. Believe me, I'm not upset that Willow won the Owen, but Ruby is someone you put next to the winner every time, and it's getting annoying. It's That's really true. annoying. Uh, Ruby could have used the win more than Willow. 
And I understand the argument against that too, as whereas you know Willow is the up and comer, and Ruby's been in the business for so long. But come on, give her something. Uh, give her, give her something, please. Yeah. Um, so tonight, uh, CM Punk will be addressing uh, what happened last week with uh, the Owen Hart in the final. FTR is gonna. Is slated to talk uh, after they had the best televised tag team match ever against Juice and Jay last week. The two out of three falls match. Uh, I don't need to talk about it because if you're a listener of this podcast, you probably love wrestling just as much as us. You've seen it. You've seen the hype. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the truth. It's one of the best matches of the year. It was great. Um, yeah. Um, they'll be talking, I assume, about Adam Cole and, uh, and MJF. MJF. We're going to have Sky Blue against Taya Valkyrie. I imagine Taya continues her losing ways. Uh, Bullet Club Gold, Juice and Jay versus Darius Martin and Action Andretti. Interesting. Um, apparently Darius and Action Andretti beat the work horseman last night on zero hour and then they made this match i don't know what to expect and i'm happy about that that's interesting to me mm-hmm. and we have the aw trio championships on the line house of black against the acclaimed and daddy ass um <sighs> I hope something interesting happens. Yeah, that's, that's uh, all I can say. Honestly, <laughs> I, I hope uh, if the acclaimed win, I want I want an attack from Andrade afterwards. If the acclaimed are not supposed to win, I want House of Black to win by disqualification by uh, Andrade uh, doing something. Um, on paper... What I just said doesn't seem to be must-watch, but you never know. hasn't let me down yet. And know, so. we'll see what happens. We'll yeah, see what happens. Exactly, yeah. And it's going to be good. It's going to be good, and uh, that's going to be amazing. And, oh, I would say one thing, a uh, little bit off topic, but August, on August, Nerdy Mark returns in August. So I'll be getting into some comic book reviews and stuff like that um hopefully i can drop a video before that that shitty ninja turtles movie drops so there's a hint as to what i might be reviewing um so that's gonna be a lot of fun um but uh, as always thank you so much for watching another episode of armbar audio timothy take them home wherever you are in the world whether it's morning noon or night you have a great one peace and love to all of you Bang!